Are you ready to learn how to use technology to grow and scale your business? Well, you've come to the right place. I'm your host, Kristen Smith, and each week on Technically Yours Radio, I'll be sharing with you the tips and tricks I'm using to manage, grow, and increase profitability for emerging brands and businesses just like yours. Welcome back to Technically Yours Radio. Back in the 1980s, podcasting, known as audio blogging, had just begun to take off. Thanks to the internet, iPods, and MP3 players, podcasting began to start becoming popular again in 2004. Now, podcasting definitely seems to be the it thing in 2019 when it comes to creating more content and a sense of community with your followers. And many people wonder if it's still an opportunity to do so in regards to their business or brand. The answer is definitely yes. However, the approach to podcasting now is much different than it was previously. When someone shares that they want to start a podcast, of course, many people decide to chime in on their new dream. Oh, what about your budget? How much equipment do you need to purchase and what is it going to cost? Do you have the time to be consistent or create a podcast? Do you know how to edit or record? And many more questions come from this great idea from this person. But what if I could share with you about a platform that can help alleviate your budget, equipment, and much, much more? On today's episode, I'm going to be talking to you about Anchor and how it is the future of podcasting. So what exactly is Anchor? Well, according to them, it's the easiest way to make a podcast ever. Now, when you go to their website, their mission is to basically shift the space of the audio industry. They believe everyone should be able to have their voice heard regardless of background or experience level. If you've ever tried to start a podcast, you know, hands down, all the logistical barriers that can stand in your way. But Anchor aims to remove all of these barriers and their supreme goal is to make podcasting easy and fun without sacrificing the quality that every podcaster deserves. They make a platform specifically for creators with the tools that are really, really easy to use and powerful technology that solves real problems. Anchor is showcasing that podcasting is definitely not dead and that creators will continuously be allowed to share their voice and gifts with the world. Now, I stumbled upon Anchor probably sometime last year. Um, My business bestie, Ro, her real name is Rochelle Lynn, and she wanted to interview me for an episode and she sent me this link. And I was like, hmm, I'm usually up on technology tools, systems, and apps. But when it came to like the podcasting world to be very transparent, kind of shied away from that. So when she sent me the link, I immediately, as my normal self, went into heavy research mode, started really studying their business model, their app, started playing around with it and said, you know what? I'm definitely going to make sure that I launched my podcast in the fall or winter of 2018 or early 2019. And I did just that. And just utilizing Anchor's platform has truly made my podcasting 
newbie journey (laughs) so easy. And here's how I plan to use podcasting in my business and brand. The first thing I think about for podcasting pertaining to me, I want to really use it to create more awareness and engagement in my community. Since I wanted to create a new way to connect with my community, I feel like podcasting is truly a great fit for my business model. Now, I know this channel will be impactful, but yet straight to the point, just because I'm a straight shooter by nature. I've been planning around with some times and topics, as you can tell by previous episode. But once I create a concrete formula for my podcast, I definitely believe it will be beneficial for my community, especially people that are looking for technology solutions and other things that I plan to make apparent on upcoming episodes. Now, another way I plan to use my podcast is to build my list. I truly believe that podcast episodes can be amazing lead magnets. And at the same time, I also feel like that when it comes to these episodes, they can be flipped into another type of content. Um, it could be uh, audio recording, you know, audio training. It could be a lot of different things as well. So I've decided to share my anchor podcasting process with my listeners who are interested in learning more about it and how I've gotten my podcast up and running. So in my show notes, you'll find a link, click that link, and it'll take you to um, a free video series or audio series um, that I have geared towards that. You can click that in my show notes. But my focus for quarter one is to definitely utilize this tactic when it comes to building my list. And I will definitely keep you all posted on my results from using my podcast as a lead magnet. Now, finally, I'm definitely going to be using my podcast for affiliate income, and I'm going to do that in a multitude of ways. This will allow me to not only lead people into my funnel or to get it on my list, but it will also help me generate income from it as well. Now, Anchor has an amazing new feature where you can monetize from your podcast based on sponsorships and also donations from your listeners. And you'll see the donation button if you're in the pod anchor app rather. And you'll also see it on various other platforms of mine. I definitely feel that having these turned on can be another source of income for me. But at the same time, I am focused on quality content. So it's not like you're going to get spammed with sponsorships every particular episode and so forth. But I definitely realize that affiliate income can be a great source from my podcasting. Now, here's why I feel like Anchor is the future of podcasting. A lot of people, honestly, and I've read some of my favorites in the technical space, some of my favorite business writers from Wall Street Journal, New York Times, CNN, CNET, a lot of people have opinions on if Anchor and what their company and platform is is trying to do is the future of podcasting because of the complexity of what goes into the art of podcasting. However, I honestly believe it is the future of podcasting. The fact that you have a platform that gives you a plethora of important features, and they're all listed on Anchor's website, will give more people the confidence to finally get their podcast off the ground. For example, like I stated earlier in my story, I've been wanting to get this podcast off the ground for about a year. And I was giving myself and maybe people in my circle every single excuse as to why I couldn't. Oh, I need a microphone. Oh, I need podcasting software. Oh, I need an engineer. 
I need a place to host my podcast and I can go on and on to the list of excuses and bullshit that I gave. Okay. Now I do have a podcast engineer who does edit my episodes um, and a quality microphone, but that's just because of the technical person who I am. And at the same time, I'm also thinking of time constraints as far as my schedule is concerned. However, Anchor literally does the rest of the work for me. And I keep my podcasting process minimalistic along with my podcasting budget. And I try to make it as simple as possible. So this could be one less thing I have to really do deep dives on when it comes to my business and my brand. Now, the bottom line is this. Like many other creators, developers, and techies on the planet, I honestly have been searching for a long time for a tool that can make my podcasting process much easier and minimal when it comes to the cost. As I have decided to live a simpler life personally and professionally, I realize it is important for me to use the tools, software, and systems that can be as close to all-in-one options as possible. Now, Anchor has given me that and so much more. I definitely know it can do the exact same thing for your podcast as well. When it comes to podcasting, Anchor is definitely the way to go. And I hope you can create your podcast to share your voice and gifts with the world. Thank you guys so much for listening to Technically Yours Radio. If you enjoyed this episode, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Welcome back to Technically Yours Radio. During Black History Month, I stated I was going to highlight certain issues within the tech and Black community. One of the issues that seems to be a very hot topic as of late has to do with hiring more Blacks in tech. There are some companies who truly promote diversity and are true to their word, others, not so much. On today's episode, it's time to shift the thought process to why it is very important to start hiring more Blacks in tech. Now, of course, there are plenty of benefits to hiring more Blacks in tech. You got to think about it from the perspective of increasing and creating a diverse team. A lot of people think that just because you have team members of the same nationality, gender, race is totally going to be okay. But when you think about your customer base, they're not really going to see people that look like them that are working at some of their favorite companies, which brings me to my next point of how users can see employees that look like them. Now, here's my thing. I love to see companies that definitely promote diversity, especially by having more blacks in tech. I am just being transparent, more likely to support those companies as long as their business structure is decent and some other features that I like or I need for myself are you know, apparent, then of course. But I just think that having, you know, me being a consumer, If I see somebody that looks like me that works at a base camp or a treehouse or a ClickFunnels, I am not only excited, but I definitely feel like that there could be a small sense of connection when it comes to me patronizing that company. 
At the same time, you know, diversity from hiring blacks in tech is also good for the company culture. We have gotten into the society where we feel like that having all of these people in certain companies makes things good for the company morale and culture. But when you look at companies that have less than 1% of minorities, especially blacks, how can a black employee identify or even align with other colleagues if they don't see more people that look like them. I've dealt with that personally, not with Apple because Apple was one of the most diverse companies in the world. But even when I worked for the state of Georgia for one of the agencies, I did not see a lot of people that looked like me. And I really couldn't identify or align with issues that the other nationalities and races are were dealt with. And that was not only from personal experiences, but that was professional experiences as well. As I stated, like on a previous episode, I was very seen, but not necessarily always heard. So definitely hiring more blacks is good for company culture. And I mean, of course, we're all in business to be of service to our customers, but let's be transparent. We're in business to make money too, right? So diversity helps increase money into businesses and companies. Like I'm not talking about it from the government perspective, but when you think about your investors, when you think about your customers, people are going to invest and patronize, you know, companies that they do see more diversity in. So these are definitely great benefits from hiring blacks in tech and how I'm planning to use my platform going forward has always been a staple and focus for my mantra and my mission and vision for 2019. Now, I'm definitely focused a lot more on advocacy. Why? I just feel like in my heart of hearts, and this can sound really, really cheesy, I feel like it's important. And I feel like being a black woman in tech, I can change the world somehow. So if I feel like that, why can't I help somebody else that's black in tech feel like that as well? So I'm definitely going to be using my social media platform, which is only Twitter. I know you guys have heard about why I've become Facebook free. That's on a previous episode. But yeah, I'm going to be using my Twitter. If I really do decide to get this YouTube up and running, I keep going back and forth with myself. There's another episode for that coming soon. But I definitely want to use Twitter, use my email list, you know, use my network, my contacts to really become an advocate because, you know, I really don't see a lot of advocates that are telling more people to hire more black in tech. I've seen quite a few, don't get me wrong, but the ones that I guess people would have expectations for that you just know, like, yeah, they're going to say, yeah, y'all need to hire more. They've been very silent. So for me, I definitely want to put advocacy as a part of my main mission and forefront. This increasing in partnerships on behalf of blacks in tech is so important. I know locally, in the ecosystem in Atlanta, I've been trying to go to a lot more networking events, even online, trying to have a lot more conversations with CEOs, have video calls. And this is specifically, this is really not about me. It's really about hiring more blacks in tech. I'm just using the leverage and the relationships that I've created for others that will probably be coming after me or currently in my same age range. I'm just here to make sure that there are more blacks being hired in tech. And if I can use my partnerships, my connections, my relationships to do so, I damn sure I'm going to do it. And then it comes to a point when you look at the platforms currently on the market, I don't necessarily see any that are 
innately with this goal in mind to help more blacks get hired in tech. So maybe it is time to create a platform specifically for us. And I've had some ideas about this for a while, you know, God, universe, whatever you want to call your superior, higher power gave me a vision. And I just need to walk on that vision and just stop BSing with it to be very transparent, but maybe it is time to create a platform specifically for us. So, you know, my plan of action going forward is I'm definitely very tuned in and very engaged more now than ever before, because I know what it's like to be in an industry or want to be in an industry and just fall a little bit short of the accomplishments or goals that you set out for yourself. Many blacks in tech, you know, specifically are trying to provide for their family. They're trying to live their life. They're trying to get some of these ideas out of their heads that they've been dreaming or writing down for so long. They simply just want an opportunity to show their skill set and be compensated at the same time. And if I can use my platform to help really start cultivating these conversations or get this into action, I plan to use it. Whether, you know, somebody is seeking contract employment, remote, part-time, full-time, I am making it my mission to use my resources to help those in need. So the bottom line is this, the state of racial and ethnic representation in tech has truly been a hot topic for the last few years. However, the underrepresentation for blacks in tech needs to change once and for all. There are entirely too many qualified people in our society who are unemployed or not being given an opportunity simply because of the color of their skin. Now, you could say that there are other attributes to it as more people do in society, but let's just be transparent. If the skill set wasn't an issue and people had the skills and had the resumes, but they're still not being hired, then we really need to have that conversation about what is the state of racial and ethnic representation in tech, because it's been a hot topic for a while, but you know, I'm grateful for programs like talent path by Treehouse, who are looking to challenge the status quo and do something different to hire more blacks and other minorities in tech. And there are a lot more programs that are starting to emerge. I plan to put my people in a position to access resources, whether it is a referral or a lead, I plan to do something to stop this from happening. It's time to start bringing real change when it comes to hiring more blacks in tech. And I'm definitely willing to be a part of this conversation. Welcome back to Technically Yours Radio. During Black History Month, I stated I was going to highlight certain issues within the tech and black community. One of the issues that seems to be a very hot topic as of late has to do with hiring more blacks in tech. There are some companies who truly promote diversity and are true to their word, others not so much. On today's episode, it's time to shift the thought process to why it is very important to start hiring more blacks in tech. Now, of course, there are plenty of benefits to hiring more blacks in tech. You got to think about it from the perspective of increasing and creating a diverse team. A lot of people think that just because you have team members of the same nationality, gender, 
race is totally going to be okay. But when you think about your customer base, they're not really going to see people that look like them that are working at some of their favorite companies, which brings me to my next point of how users can see employees that look like them. Now, here's my thing. I love to see companies that definitely promote diversity, especially by having more blacks in tech. I am just being transparent, more likely to support those companies as long as their business structure is decent and some other features that I like or I need for myself are, you know, apparent, then of course. But I just think that having, you know, me being a consumer, if I see somebody that looks like me that works at a base camp or a treehouse or a click funnels, I am not only excited but I definitely feel like that there could be a small sense of connection when it comes to me patronizing that company. At the same time, you know, diversity from hiring blacks in tech is also good for the company culture. We have gotten into the society where we feel like that having all of these people in certain companies makes things good for the company morale and culture. But when you look at companies that have less than 1%, of minorities, especially blacks, how can a black employee identify or even align with other colleagues if they don't see more people that look like them? I've dealt with that personally, not with Apple because Apple is one of the most diverse companies in the world. But even when I worked for the state of Georgia for one of the agencies, I did not see a lot of people that looked like me. And I really couldn't identify or align with issues that the other nationalities and races are were dealt with. And that was not only from personal experiences, but that was professional experiences as well. As I stated, like on a previous episode, I was very seen, but not necessarily always heard. So definitely hiring more blacks is good for company culture. And I mean, of course, we're all in business to be of service to our customers, but let's be transparent. We're in business to make money too, right? So diversity helps increase money into businesses and companies. Like I'm not talking about it from the government perspective, but when you think about your investors, when you think about your customers, people are going to invest and patronize, you know, companies that they do see more diversity in. So these are definitely great benefits from hiring blacks in tech and how I'm planning to use my platform going forward has always been a staple and focus for my mantra and my mission and vision for 2019. Now, I'm definitely focused a lot more on advocacy. Why? I just feel like in my heart of hearts, and this can sound really, really cheesy, I feel like it's important. And I feel like being a black woman in tech, I can change the world somehow. So if I feel like that, why can't I help somebody else that's black in tech feel like that as well? So I'm definitely going to be using my social media platform, which is only Twitter. I know you guys have heard about why I've become Facebook free. That's on a previous episode. But yeah, I'm going to be using my Twitter. If I really do decide to get this YouTube up and running, I keep going back and forth with myself. There's another episode for that coming soon. But I definitely want to use Twitter, use my email list, you know, use my network, my contacts to really become an advocate because, you know, I really don't see a lot of advocates that are telling more people to hire more black in tech. I've seen quite a few, don't get me wrong, but the ones that I guess people would have expectations for that 
you just know like, yeah, they're going to say, yeah, y'all need to hire more. They've been very silent. So for me, I definitely want to put advocacy as a part of my main mission and forefront. This increasing in partnerships on behalf of blacks in tech is so important. I know locally in the ecosystem in Atlanta, I've been trying to go to a lot more networking events, even online, trying to have a lot more conversations with CEOs, have video calls. And this is specifically, this is really not about me. It's really about hiring more blacks in tech. I'm just using the leverage and the relationships that I've created for others that will probably be coming after me or currently in my same age range. I'm just here to make sure that there are more blacks being hired in tech. And if I can use my partnerships, my connections, my relationships to do so, I damn sure I'm going to do it. And then it comes to a point when you look at the platforms currently on the market, I don't necessarily see any that are innately with this goal in mind to help more blacks get hired in tech. So maybe it is time to create a platform specifically for us. And I've had some ideas about this for a while, you know, God, universe, whatever you want to call your superior, higher power gave me a vision. And I just need to walk on that vision and just stop BSing with it to be very transparent, but maybe it is time to create a platform specifically for us. So, you know, my plan of action going forward is I'm definitely very tuned in and very engaged more now than ever before, because I know what it's like to be in an industry or want to be in an industry and just fall a little bit short of the accomplishments or goals that you've set out for yourself. Many blacks in tech, you know, specifically are trying to provide for their family. They're trying to live their life. They're trying to get some of these ideas out of their heads that they've been dreaming or writing down for so long. They simply just want an opportunity to show their skill set. And be compensated at the same time. And if I can use my platform to help really start cultivating these conversations or get this into action, I plan to use it. Whether, you know, somebody is seeking contract employment, remote, part-time, full-time, I am making it my mission to use my resources to help those in need. So the bottom line is this. The state of racial and ethnic representation in tech has truly been a hot topic for the last few years. However, the underrepresentation for blacks in tech needs to change once and for all. There are entirely too many qualified people in our society who are unemployed or not being given an opportunity simply because of the color of their skin. Now, you could say that there are other attributes to it as more people do in society, but let's just be transparent. If the skill set wasn't an issue and people had the skills and had the resumes, but they're still not being hired, then we really need to have that conversation about what is the state of racial and ethnic representation in tech, because it's been a hot topic for a while. But, you know, I'm grateful for programs like Talent Path by Treehouse who are looking to challenge the status quo and do something different to hire more blacks and other minorities in tech. And there are a lot more programs that are starting to emerge. I plan to put my people in a position to access resources, whether it is a referral or a lead. I plan to do something to stop this from happening. It's time to start bringing real change when it comes to hiring more blacks in tech. And I'm definitely willing to be a part of this conversation.